We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zdroik, not joined by Chris Owen. He is in Europe right now, and we had a bit of a, I don't know if you want to say mix-up, but he had a dinner tonight, and he sent me his picks. Uh, He got back from dinner, sent me his picks at about 1 a.m. So Chris's picks are, we called it alcohol-induced, so that's that's what we're working with, but uh, he still was, you know, well enough to send me his picks uh, past past midnight at, once he got back to his hotel. But he's actually going to be at the Liverpool-Southampton match on Saturday. So uh, there you go. But I'm just going to run through our bets really quickly here instead of me just trying to, you know, talk to myself about each one of these games. I'm just going to go through our bets, maybe even mention a few other things. But... First, we are starting with, I guess we can look at our records. I just got to point that out. We got to look at our records here. I'm 29 and 13, and we're going into the World Cup break with, I'm feeling pretty good about what's been going on here. Chris is 18 and 20. He's been, you know, fighting to get to even for for a couple months now, but uh, I've been doing pretty successful. I think I've had one week where I was below, where I was, you know, negative, losing money, that kind of thing. So a pretty good start to the first half of the season. But this first match we're talking about here, so Newcastle are home against Chelsea. And this was one of the first things that kind of stood out to me when just looking at it here. Uh, as you can see, the sports betting page, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, uh, soccer betting page here, uh, I got an article out, posted earlier today, check that out, it's all different bets, what I'm giving here, and then you got all the spreads, all the comparisons for DraftKings, FanDuel, points bet, you got all that there, and then you got our cheat sheets, uh, if you don't have our cheat sheets, rotowire.com slash soccer trial free. 10-day trial, no credit card. And you can see here we got this odds report. And what stood out to me, we have Newcastle are actually favored against Chelsea. And Newcastle are playing really well. And when you look at it like that, uh, it makes sense that they're favored. But I'm not sure 
Newcastle have been favored against a top six side. One of these top sides uh, since Eddie Howe has come over. I know they've you know they've closed last season on nice form and everything, and they're starting this season really really strong as well. But this might be the first time where they're actually favored against one of these top teams. But going back to our bets here, so Chris he's just going with Newcastle. He took Newcastle money line plus one thirty five. You can see the reasons for it. Chelsea. You know they had they had a nice stretch there, and then kind of once Capa got hurt. Now that Mendy's in there, it just hasn't really been going well that well for him. You know you can look at some of their results. You can look at who they're playing. They just played Man City midweek, but pretty heavily rotated side. I'm kind of scared to take Newcastle on the money line just because of you know just in terms of the matchup here. I think Grand Potter's Chelsea team is still pretty good, so. I'm not going with the money line. I was originally going to take all three corner bets for this show, but for my last one, I decided I could not do that. So in the first one here, though, I got Newcastle a minus half a corner in the first half. That just means if Newcastle have more more than one or more corners than Chelsea in the first half, this bet hits. Uh, I just think they're you know this big match. They're going to try and go into the World Cup break. Uh, feeling you know pretty good about themselves they got three guys going to the to the world cup i think it's uh, three guys going to the england squad uh sorry they got more than three guys now i think about it but uh i just think they're gonna push right from the start they're gonna try and get beyond the attack early and i mean for the most part these recent chelsea matches they haven't been playing that well and they haven't started that well um so if newcastle can get can do that then i think they're gonna have more corners than chelsea and Chelsea already are a team that they don't have, they haven't gotten a lot of corners this season as it is. So those are my thoughts on that one. Next match we got also on Saturday. So we got eight Saturday matches and then two Sunday ones. We're talking, I'm talking about two on Saturday. So we got West Ham home against Leicester. Chris is going over two and a half goals, minus 110. Uh, you know, he just he's just thinking goals here. Uh I don't, I'd actually lean with the under, personally. I feel like Chris is kind of going with, you know, he didn't give his reasonings for these bets, so I'm just kind of speaking for, for him on these ones, but he's probably going with the fact that, you know, Leicester in general, while they are playing better defensively right now, in general, this is, Brendan Rodgers' teams aren't really that good defensively, and at some point they're they're gonna lose it. That's kind of what has happened throughout the years. I mean, they have good stretches, and then they it kind of falls apart a little bit. And that's kind of what's happened with Leicester the last few years. Now I know that it's been a good run, but yeah, those are his thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying his thoughts here. But my bet is under four and a half corners in the first half. I actually think this game's gonna be a little more defensive. Uh, you got plus 105 odds on that, and. West Ham have been a tricky team uh, to project. Leicester have been also a tricky team. I think it's going to be, I don't think either one of these sides is really going to get their, you know, their foot in the door here or get get off on a good foot for this match. We'll see. Again, both these teams played midweek. I believe West Ham went to PKs and... So I, I had West Ham in their match against Crystal Palace last week, and, and they were kind of outplayed for 90 minutes. They were definitely outplayed in the first 45. Uh, they just kind of disappointed me there, and I'm just not sure they're 
in a good spot right now to where they're going to come out and dominate this match. Leicester City, we could see Ndidi back in the starting 11. That's something to, I think he started midweek, uh, was it yesterday maybe, started midweek, so uh, that's in there. But even if it's Samare in there, uh, I guess I got to mention that James Justin injury ruptured his Achilles, his Achilles yesterday, so we're probably going to see Luke Thomas at left back. I don't think that's going to change too much for him. I mean, I like James Justin as a player, but uh, Luke Thomas has plenty of experience. He's been there for, he's been getting starts for a couple years now, so I don't think that's going to be too big of a worry, but I just think it's going to be, there's not going to be a ton of action in the first half. There's not going to be, you know, a ton of big opportunities. So I'm just going under four and a half corners. Uh, I do think this this number will be sitting around like the four or five mark, unfortunately, but um, I'm going with this being a little lower scoring here. The Sunday match, we got Brighton home against Aston Villa, and Chris has taken Aston Villa double chance. Aston Villa just lost today at Manchester United in the Carabao Cup. Uh, that was 4-2, but they also beat Manchester United 3-1 last weekend. Uh, this will be their third match under Unai Emery, and both his matches have come against Manchester United, so it's kind of hard to actually read uh, this Unai Emery team, in, in addition to him being only there for the week, uh, they've only played Manchester United, so that's kind of hard to to get a full read on Aston Villa, uh, you know, they've had some, some different formations so, uh, you know, they were going with a 4-2-3-1. I think they were technically a 4-2-2-2 in the win against Manchester United. I did. I think I saw like a 4-3-1-2 today. So, uh, it's, still, it's still early in the Unai Emery phase for Villa. So, I didn't take a side in this one. That's why. And it's also a reason why I didn't take a corner bet. Because, for the most part... I know it's been, you know, under Steven Gerrard, but like this Aston Villa team have been pretty good at limiting corners. We just saw it last, or I don't even know what match it was, but I mean, I think there's only eight corners in the Manchester United Aston Villa in that first match. I think there's only two corners in the first half of today's match. I was going to lean on the over corners, but I'm kind of staying away for Aston Villa here. So I'm just going goals. I think there's going to be goals, uh, you know, Emery came out and was like, we just want to press. That's one of his strategies. and They want to press a little more than, than the Gerrard teams did. And so far, that's led to goals. That's led to you know openings in their back line. The back line just is not at a top six level, maybe not at a top 10 level. Tyrone Mings makes a lot of mistakes back there. And I think there's going to be goals here. I think this one's going to be kind of up and down as... as I'm assuming like Aston Villa aren't just gonna, you know, sit back and, and kind of accept what what Brighton does here. But uh, it's been going well for under Deserby. They've had recent success. You know, they they struggled a bit. I think. I mean, I've said many times. I think Brighton were struggling because because of the matchups. They had some difficult matchups. And then they got Chelsea at home. Then they then they beat whoever. I think they're off. Three straight wins now. They won midweek. I think they scored three goals in that one. So now they're scoring. You know that prior prior to these wins, they're getting opportunities. They're getting shots on target, but they just weren't scoring. And now, conveniently, uh, since I guess Danny Welbeck has been moved out of the starting eleven, and they've moved, uh, it's kind of been more of a four-two-three-one, almost out of necessity because of injuries. So they have like Pascal Gross at right back. 
and Estupignan at left back. So, and that's worked pretty well for him. So, uh, Deserby kind of maybe found something uh, just because he had to change his lineup uh, because of injuries. So, but I think there's going to be goals here. Brighton, as long as it doesn't go to, you know, old school Brighton where they struggle to score kind of a thing. But I think it will be up and down enough. Uh, just based off what happened in this Aston Villa Manchester United match, like there's going to be opportunities for both sides. Uh, I think there's going to be goals. I'd also look at both teams to score, uh, which is close to even odds as well. So, but I'm just going over two and a half <clears throat> for the team parlay. I think this is going to be the last team parlay. I was going to have a chat with Chris about it, but again, he's in Europe. Um, so I think we're just cutting bait with the with the team parlay. It's been Again, this is like my 10th my bet of the weekend, and it's just not a ton of success. Uh, as you can see in the numbers, you know, we're 3-11 and 11 on the team parlay. I'm 5-9, and nine, Chris is 7-6. and six. I have another idea up my sleeve that we'll probably do in the second half of the season, but we still could go out on a high note, and maybe if we go out on a high note, maybe I won't change my mind. But, you know, 3-11, and 11, down 405 on $100 bets just isn't what you want to see. And... It's just, uh, whatever, okay. So Chris is going to the Liverpool match. He gave me two bets, had me pick from him. He took Liverpool uh, minus one and a half. For the show, that number jumped to minus 160. So uh, I went to his second bet, which is most solid to score at minus 125. Uh, so yeah, you got Southampton. Um, I think their new manager will be managing this. It's Nathan Jones. They already introduced him, so he's got to be managing them. Of course, what, two days of training or something with them? So Nathan Jones, former Luton Town boss. Uh, Luton Town is of, they're in the championship. But this guy, uh, if you're watching if you're watching Wrexham, this Nathan Jones guy is basically if he went to Wrexham and then promoted them up three leagues. So Luton Town were in League 2, uh, Four years ago, brought him to League One, brought him to the championship. So he's a pretty good manager. But obviously, you know, three, two, three days with the team, probably not <laughs> going to be enough to make a difference. But I look, I did look back. He kind of plays like a 3-4-3, three, three, a 3-4-2-1 three, kind of thing. So that's something to look out for. But Liverpool at home, going into the break, you know, Chris is going to be at the game. He's going to be probably in his Liverpool kit. So, uh Going with that, most solid bet, minus 125. I'm taking Manchester United money line. This was kind of a, a last-minute thing. Uh, you know, I usually like, want to do like a corner bet or something here, but I have a different Manchester United Fulham bet in my article. And after, I don't know if it was intense consideration, uh, but I, I, I did think about this match a little bit. Cause, so let's look at Fulham here. They got a few suspensions. We got Kenny Tete's out. Harrison Reed's out. Two regular starters. What? Ten, Tete's coming off an injury, but... Sorry, three regular starters are going to be out. In addition to Cabano, who... I think it was a torn Achilles last week, so he's out. Mitrovic, I don't think he's going to play. It, it just came out today through Serbia that he has two broken bones in his foot. Probably not going to play in the first World Cup match for him. So we're going to get Carlos Vinicius again. Could get Harry Wilson in the attack again. We could get Tom Carney, who I don't even know if he has a start yet this season. So we got a lot of different bodies in here. We got two suspensions. We got Mitrovic injured. I'm just going Manchester United money line. I know they played today, uh, but I don't think that's going to have too big an effect. I'm not even sure Casemiro or Erickson played. 
Uh, Fernandez was suspended last weekend. Even though he played today, he should be rested. A bunch of guys came off the bench. Martial actually started. I don't think Shaw played. So you got all that in there. And we're getting close to even odds here with Manchester United to win. I know it's away from home, but I think they're playing well enough that they can get this this win against a team that has a lot of has a few like B level guys starting in this game. Uh, Fulham pretty solid at home, pretty solid at Craven Cottage, but I'll go Manchester United minus one fifteen. And there you go; those are plus two thirty six odds. Uh, let me run through these one second here. All right, so first match, Newcastle minus minus a half of corners in the first half, minus 105 against Chelsea. Chris is taking Newcastle money line. I'm taking under four and a half corners in the first half for West Ham and Leicester. And then he, Chris is taking over two and a half goals, minus 110. I'm taking over two and a half goals, minus 115 between Brighton and Aston Villa. He's taking Aston Villa double chance. I'm taking Man- Manchester United money line, minus 115. He's taking Mohamed Salah to score, minus 125. That's plus 236 odds. Those are the bets for the week. Game week 16. Oh, man. It's been a uh, it's been a fun time here leading up to the World Cup. But if you're, if you're you know, still watching at the end of the show, we're going to have a lot of betting content for the world cup i already started writing articles we're gonna have tons of dfs content but we're gonna have i'm gonna have articles for these maybe have some like youtube shorts still trying to work that out figure that out see if we have enough time to do them but rotowire will have betting content we're gonna have stats for the world cup but as you can see on the sheet here looking through other matches we got a couple big favorites for this weekend uh, I got a bet for the Arsenal match in my article. I got a bet for the Tottenham match in my article. So a lot of, a lot of different bets here that I have going for this weekend as we're as we go into the World Cup break. But uh, it's Thursday, November tenth. The World Cup starts in ten days. So I hope everyone's ready for it. We're gonna have the content at RotoWire. But give a thumbs up. Thanks for watching this, and we'll see. If you only care about the Premier League for some reason, uh, we'll see you in a month and a half because Premier League is back for uh, Boxing Day. But otherwise, we're going to have a bunch of stuff for the World Cup. We'll see you guys there. And yeah, rotowire.com slash soccer trial or rotowire.com. Just go for soccer content. Thanks for watching this and we'll see everyone in the next couple weeks. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website 
are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.